Intensely selfish people are always very decided as to what they wish. They do not waste their energies in considering the good of others. Wida. The Walking Dead, Season 2, Episode 7. Pretty much dead already. Trigger warnings for this episode are sexual abuse. Stay safe and stay sane. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone and welcome back to Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. I'm Zachary Ballard and with me today is David von Frankenhausen. Did I get that right? Yeah, you got it right. Uh, nice. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself, David. Uh, hello, I'm David von Frankenhausen. Uh, Zach and I, we go to school together. We're uh, both uh, acting majors. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's ahead of me. He's the big daddy man. <laughs> we've, Don't ever we've, say that on the podcast again, bro. <laughs> um, we've acted together, you know, and uh, you know we're we're both just here grinding our lives away. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we he's he's just a little guy. Uh, he's a, he's a grade below me. Uh, but yeah, it's cool. Um, so, what's your what's your knowledge or experience with like the Walking Dead or the zombie genre? Um, Walking Dead and zombie genre. Well, Walking Dead, the episode that I've watched. Okay. Uh, which was is this one? Yeah. Zombie genre. I know what zombies are. Um, that's really it. Okay. I ended up talking with a guy that I met last night, kind of about the podcast. You know, networking uh-huh. a little bit. Um, and uh, so I've come to realize a little bit more about the zombies, which has led me to another uh, discovery about the episode itself. So uh-huh. we can get in, we'll get, we can get into that one as it comes. But okay. I really don't know much. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So what, what do you think the the theme? of the episode was and what, what did you get as like the overlying through line of the episode uh af- after the discussion that i had uh, last night it was all a metaphor for uh sexual um abuse the whole episode okay yeah could you yeah yeah you it's, okay that is not what i got at all <laughs> um okay oh uh, so um so yeah so i mean in the episode there's an older white guy who's living basically on a plantation um, and that brought my first question. Was, and he's not letting these guys into his house, uh, and he's only really like being friendly with his daughter. Mm. And I do want to ask, why does it make sense that it's an older white man not letting them into his house? He's he's kept a whole horde of zombies, walkers, in a barn. Everyone's looking for Sophia, who they're convinced is still alive. Uh-huh. Um, and then um, the discussion that I had last night made me. Uh, he says that zombies generally take up the fear of the current moment in the current society. Um, and like as a representation and then, so, and a lot of our current fears are like intimate, uh, crimes done uh, against people that we love on a more personal level. Um, more like one-on-one encounters, which I definitely saw within this episode and, um, and like, and like sexual violence, uh, domestic violence, all that stuff is very prominent on our definition of violence and crimes against people. Uh Um, and then, so with him having that whole horde of zombies in his in his barn and then at the end it's revealed spoiler alert it's revealed that Sophia was has been bit and is and is the last one to leave the horde after everything like there's the shootout um and it, like the guy's reaction who owned that owns that whole property throughout the whole process of the killing is uh like he's um of absolute like mortified and terror so it's like I saw it as like oh my god all the people that were in there that were older were his past crimes. Sophia was his most recent one. So, like, the age and youth thing. I just saw it as, like, oh, my God. That's, yeah, anyway, if that makes sense. So, the walkers in the barn are... is like, a metaphor for the people that he's, like, sexually abused? Yeah, throughout his life. And the barn might have been the 
area where he would do those activities with the people. Could just be reading into this hard. Yeah, who, but... who the hell is this guy that you talk to? His, his name's Johnny. He's pretty cool. I met him last night. Did he like? Did he like watch a YouTube video on this one night? And no. Like, like, oh, this is this is a metaphor. For I'm not. I because here's like I don't know. Herschel might have that dark side, but I don't think like he did. Yeah, and I I can't speak. But it might be like, like no, a metaphor for things. I don't know. Yeah, this guy he was he's just like he like really likes zombies in general. Uh huh. Anyway, but yeah, I can't That's say. That's an interesting yeah. take on yeah. it because that is not what I got at all. Okay, what did you get? I got like basically. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. Well, welcome, guys. Uh, we're starting this episode right. right I didn't think it hit that hard so soon, but you know. Um, yeah. So um, I got like it, uh, like selfishness versus like compassion, because I saw a lot of like um, acting in terms of self, acting in terms of like compassion, um, and like and like the balance of that tying it into sexual abuse, I guess, like, whenever you are abusing someone, you're acting in the interest of yourself and not in the interest of other people. Um, but, and I, I feel like we saw that a lot. The the through line, I thought, in the episode was when Maggie was telling him, uh, love one another as I have loved you. She's quoting scripture because he uses scripture a lot to, like, uh, before to explain why this plague is happening and stuff. Um, and I really liked how, how she said, it's not about any of us, it's about you. And that's why you're doing this, because this is this is about you. And I found it interesting that he was, like, justifying... Him and Shane were justifying their actions, um, because that's what they had to do in order to, you know, do those actions. Like, yeah. like Herschel's like, I helped his boy, I'm I'm good. And Shane's like, I just, I'm just surviving, I'm good, you know? And, and... Shane's the guy that also plays the Punisher, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's so good. Yeah. I love him. I didn't um, realize he was in The Walking Dead, and I went, holy shit. Ah! Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. Uh, and, so, yeah, that's basically what I saw no, yeah. in the episode. <laughs> that you, definitely, you, yeah, I definitely that saw that well? a lot, yeah, yeah. 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 I saw that a lot, and then it wasn't until last night that I went, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to get this guy on. <laughs> holy shit. Ah! Uh, but, yeah, that, that's basically what I saw, like, um. Especially with Shane and the guns, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, because Shane, Shane the entire time, like. Shane and Herschel, um, Herschel at the beginning mainly, are are only acting in, like, their self-interest. Like, Herschel wants them off. Herschel has the walkers in the barn. Herschel didn't tell them about the walkers in the barn for obvious reasons. And yeah. Shane, you know, he, he wants to either leave or kill the walkers. Um, you know, he wants Rick and Lori's baby. You know, he is... He is acting out of pure self-interest for survival. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, other people are have more compassion. Like, for instance, uh, Dale wasn't able to kill Shane. Um, and I thought that was a really cool moment, because, like, because yeah. uh, after, after, like, Shane's, like, shoot me, Dale's, Dale's like, you, you were made for this world. Yeah. Like, this world is made for At you. At least I can say that it didn't take me down mm -hmm. with it. Yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was a great scene. Yeah. I think in this sort of setting, I think we need... We do need a mix of both. Mm -hmm. I think more compassion does need to come into play, mm -hmm. um, especially with Shane's character. I feel like Shane's just the absolute dickhead. Mm -hmm. um, just with the scene where, like, uh, Carl, the kid, mm -hmm. Carl is like wearing the sheriff's hat, and he Carl. <laughs> I know that. Like, I know the meme. That's what I was like, is it Carl? Yeah. Um, uh, when he's got the the sheriff's uh, hat on, and then he he stops 
Shane and like talks to him and is like, everyone needs to help with the chores. And Shane goes, yeah, everyone needs to help with the chores. But then Shane doesn't help with the chores. I thought that was yeah a well, funny like just moment of like dude. I yeah I wanted to mention that because like he he affirmed Carl, and like what he was saying because he wants Carl to like be on his good side. Yeah. And that was out of like he didn't care he didn't really care about what Carl was saying right or what Carl was feeling like he just wanted like he he just wanted to be on Carl's good side yeah. and then and that's move why he's on gonna... with his objective exactly because he he again he cares about himself and like mm-hmm. making sure that he's gonna be okay yeah um with like the barn. That whole situation could have been avoided if Herschel was right up front with it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, definitely. like if he was like, "Hey, um, I'm keeping walkers on the barn," and if he did, if he said that while he was taking care of Carl, they wouldn't have been able to do anything because they were like, "Carl needs to be helped," you know. Oh, so was was this in an earlier episode? So Carl, 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 was, Carl shot. was shot. Carl was oh, shot ah, from Herschel's. Okay. Uh, so uh, it was basically an accident. So. Yeah. Carl was standing in front of a deer. It was like this really sweet moment where Shane and Rick uh, let Carl like go pet this deer, and then um, Otis. They mentioned Otis uh, in this episode. Uh, he was hunting, okay. and he shot the deer, and the bullet went through and hit Carl. Oh, okay. um, that's like the worst. Yeah, it? Oh. yeah. Um, and and so and Herschel's a veterinarian, so he was able to like help Carl, but. Otis and Shane went to go get supplies from like a school mm-hmm. uh, so that they could do surgery on Carl. Um, but they got overrun by walkers, and um, Shane shot Otis in the leg oh, and took took uh, the bag that Otis was carrying, okay, so that yeah. the walkers would swarm on Otis. And then, and so that's why Dale mentioned like make up uh, another story, like you uh, did yeah, with Otis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and so um, that's another act of like self interest. Like Shane is like, I did this for Carl, but but really, like he's he doing did it for, it for him. himself so that mm-hmm. he can survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like he has the opinion that, like, if he's the only one that survives, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But, no. <laughs> That's yeah. not how well, like, life worked. I feel like his his care for Lori and Carl mm-hmm. is purely of, like, a selfish nature and, like, an obsessive nature, while Rick's is of a compassionate nature. Yeah. Like, he yeah. he actually cares about them, so he wants them to be safe. But, like, Shane, he, he just wants, like, companionship for himself. Yeah. You know? Um, but, like, going back to the barn... It was it was selfish of Herschel to not tell them about that. Absolutely. Um, and in, in that situation, what motivates secrets to begin with? Yeah. Well, Glenn mentions he's like, because secrets kill people. Exactly. Yeah. And like even with the guns, uh, did you notice the part where Shane was checking out the barn, and then it like, and then the walker hit the barn door, and then Shane jumped back to immediately grab his gun, for his gun yeah. and then he didn't have it. Yeah. And, and that's when he's like, we need to carry. Yeah. Well, like, they've, they've been fighting to carry, but, yeah. but Herschel didn't let them. And it, it's so crazy. Like, I don't understand. Herschel's just so, like, up in his ivory tower. He doesn't understand, like, what is really going on. And he didn't know about Sophia because Otis was the one getting the walkers before. Mm-hmm. If Otis was still alive, he would have mentioned that, oh, I found a little girl before. Um, and then that whole situation would have been done. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't have to keep looking for Sophia people wouldn't have gotten hurt, you know, things like that. But if, like, Herschel was aware of what was going on, then that wouldn't have happened. And he yeah. wasn't aware because he was selfish. When I was working at a previous job that I had, um, my boss was usually never there uh, to see what was going on, but they would always, like, tell us what to do, that we're doing our jobs wrong and stuff. But, like, they were never there, and they didn't want to be there because they didn't necessarily want to work on the floor awesome, yeah. helping us. So it was the like, blind tyrants. It, yeah, it was like, yeah. it was like that where 
you know, people that don't understand because they're selfish because they don't want to help what's really going on. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 And that also, again, brings me to the, is it explained why Herschel doesn't let them in the house after Carl's like been mended? Because I feel like that's, with that's it, again, his property, he doesn't really like, like he, they made, they wanted to like make dinner for him to thank him. And he got, like, all mad about Are it. You, oh, my God. In that situation, again, if you find more survivors and you have the ability to harbor more people, give them, yeah. like, real shelter, <sighs> do that. Yeah. Like, like he what is that? He doesn't understand what's actually going on in the outside world. And that's what, oh. like, Rick is saying. He's he sees like, it only as, like, within his, the small bit? Well, yeah, he, like, he, okay. he, like, mentions the news. He's like, I saw the news. There are people, right? But, like, but Rick is like, you don't know yeah. what's out there. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, and you can finally see, like, the realization at the end when all the walkers are dead. Because, like, Shane did it in such a poor way, but he showed him, like, like three shots in the chest. Uh, like, you think any human's going to get up from that? Like, and I think he realized, oh, like, these people aren't still alive. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's all it's all purely selfish. He just wants to take care of his own people. Yeah. Um, and not, and doesn't want to, like, help other people. I think he felt an obligation to help Carl because his one of his people shot Carl. But if, gotcha. if I don't think that... If it had, if it had just been like, oh my god, a, he's been shot. He's Can been you shot help by us? this random person over there. I don't think he would have That's... helped. Oh, it's still tough. <sighs> yeah, yeah, because, I don't know, Herschel's, Herschel's pretty selfish, but then he sort of sees, you know, how the world is. And, like, and you know, Dale and, and um, Rick both talk about, like, how the world changes you. And Rick even says, like, either into one of them or... Uh, into something less than what you were before. Yeah. And Herschel wasn't a part of the world, so it wasn't able to change him. Right. Until that moment at the very end. I, I love this episode. I, I think it's one of my favorite episodes it was, so far. I've been, since I've, I've been listening to your podcast, I was like, okay, this is a pretty, this sounds like a good show. And then I watched the episode and I went, okay, I gotta watch this show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch this yeah. show. Uh, I think also um, one of the moments that shows the, more of the compassion within this episode um, and demonstrates kind of why Rick is the better leader. He's he's trying to understand Herschel, um, like in that moment when they're grabbing the two walkers from uh, the like the sink pit, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like giving his not his general like regular technique a shot just to try, because he's willing to cooperate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's definitely a, like a form of growth there, mm-hmm. um, that is important for survival that I don't think Shane understands. I don't know if he ever will. Mm-hmm. Again, I can't say much. Yeah, well, like, that that snaps Shane into, like, attack mode when he sees that happening. Yeah, after that. But, like, he doesn't understand. Rick is trying to, like... Rick and Herschel at that moment are trying to reach middle ground. Exactly. Uh, Herschel Herschel finally, like, wakes up a little bit when Maggie, like, tells him, love one another, you know? And then she explains that, like, that that person that you call... That walker that you call a person almost killed me, and Glenn saved me from it. And, And so he finally is able to, like, be like, okay, I can reach middle ground with these people and Rick is trying to like help the group. He's trying to make it so that they can stay there. But Shane completely ruins that. Well, he doesn't completely ruin that. I think cause like they still are able to stay there cause Herschel sees, but Rick, Rick and Herschel are trying to meet middle ground. They're trying to compromise with each other, which shows compassion in and of itself. Yeah. Like when you compromise with someone, you are, you are removing some of your selfishness out of the equation in order to make a relationship. Work, yeah, and help know. the greater good, mm-hmm. which yeah. I think the uh, post-apocalyptic in words post-apocalyptic setting is all about. Uh-huh. Personally, yeah. I, I don't know if that's just because of how I've been brought up, but like you help the people whenever you can. Mm-hmm. 
So with Herschel uh, talking to Rick about like he doesn't need Rick's help because um, he's surviving fine on his own, and then with like Daryl trying to help find Sophia and Carol telling him like no, I think I'm accepting that she's dead. I don't want you to get hurt anymore. And so like what are your thoughts on you know accepting help? Because I know I have problems accepting help from people or like asking for help because I'd rather just get the job done. But like um, it's easier for some people than others. So what are your thoughts? Like do you think it's do you think it's good to always accept help from people or like have a middle ground or like never accept help from people? Um, well, definitely not never accept help <laughs> yeah, from people. Yeah. That's, that's a recipe for d- disaster. Yeah. Um, I, I resonate with what you're saying when, when you're, you yourself struggling to accept help or even like mm-hmm. reach out with help because I feel that I, I wonder if that could be just because of how quote unquote men are brought yeah. up to be within the society that we live in. Yeah. Um, and I think that that still plays a part in what they're going through in the world of mm-hmm. the show. Um, I do think, again, I feel, I feel like if I was in that situation, I would accept help wherever I could get it. Because mm-hmm. we're all in this together. We're all here trying to do, just live again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think if people are willing to, to help, um, it's, it's the right thing to accept that help. Um, like, don't bite the hand that feeds you. you yeah, know? yeah, of course. Um, you and, help me, I'll help you. It's, yeah. it's all a give and take. Yeah, and but like sometimes I'll even like find myself whenever someone's asking for help, I'm and I don't see it as that big of like an issue. Like sometimes I'll like let's say someone is asking for like me to take their shift, uh, and especially if it's like to go do like something fun, I I don't mind them asking me, but I mind them like guilting me into uh, into, into doing it so they can do something fun like. Because I've I've asked for shifts off to go do something fun, and no one has accepted it, and I've had to go. Yeah. And like, that's just the reality of having a job and having to work. And it happens, like, they didn't put in their time off and stuff correctly, and so they have to, like, try to get it covered. But it's like, I, I find myself thinking sometimes, like, I, why do I need to help you? Like, I can do this. Why can't you do this? Yeah. And so, and I, I think you're correct in how men are raised in the society to, like, just be... Just like you're the man, you can do pull, it. Pull yourself up by your yeah. bootstraps and just do it. You yeah. know, yeah. Which is not great. Yeah. I when when with the job thing when when people like I have a hard time refusing mm-hmm. uh, to offer my help when like people are like, hey, I can't I can't come in. Are you able to take my shift? Mm-hmm. Even if I shouldn't be like even if I should be staying with the homework if I'm or if I've got something that I've planned that it's like I'm supposed to go do, mm-hmm. I'll feel obligated to go help. Mm-hmm. Within if this were a, a real hypothetical situation, not like a scripted written scenario mm-hmm. um, the people that currently don't feel obligation to help people would they still feel that same way probably why though because they're selfish but why be selfish people a lot of the times are in the mindset of of Shane um, or even no I think most people are in the mindset of Herschel of not actively like trying to like harm people or hurt people like like passively like it's like walking by a homeless person on the street yeah my conscience is clear because i didn't do that to them but i'm also not helping them so it's sort of like that's a whole other thing well like it's sort of like that passive like that passive of i i can't like and every time i see like a person standing on the street with a sign the thought goes in my head like i'm struggling with money too i can't give you money yeah you know um and so it's it's sort of this like hard balance and i think it i think it comes down to like dependence and independence 
and like what kind of personality you are because I feel like I'm really I'm a really independent person but some people are are dependent people yeah and they depend on others for like needs but um, you know why can't other people um, do what I do but you know that that's a really selfish mindset and I still deal with it like I'll like I'll think those thoughts I'm like why are you such an <laughs> asshole Zach yeah. like like what what are you what are you doing like you you could help them you know and like and when it comes down to it like I usually try to push away those selfish thoughts to help them like one time um, I was like we were hanging out with someone and then it was late at night it was like 1 a.m. and then they left and then me and Alina were like in bed and then they call us and they're like hey my car ran out of gas like right before the gas pump can you come and like push my car ah! and I was like but and in my head I was like I don't want to but then I was like no you should go help her and so and so I did so it's like I feel like we all have those selfish thoughts of like me 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 me, mm -hmm. but it's 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 not the thoughts that matter. It's like the actions that matter. Yeah, if, if you're, you're able, able to push to... away those selfish yeah. thoughts and actually help people, then that's that's the key. Yeah. you know, because everyone has them, but it's just it's just a matter of acting out exactly or not. Yeah, actions speak louder. And everyone than has words. compassionate thoughts, you know. So um, some people just don't know how to listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think, uh, like, of course, people would be selfish. People would continue to be selfish because, like, okay. it's their survival. You know, true that matters. But their survival. But also, if you, f if I were to find other people that were survivors, we are now a family. Yeah, of course. We are now here to work together, to survive together. Of course, and you can say that. You can say that, like, now even. Yeah. Like, we're all here to like survive and to like live. Like, we're all like. With the end of the world so soon, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we're all a community, but like. There, there's still people there that don't give a shit <laughs> about what, like, other people are, are going through. Yeah. I also do believe that in order to help others, you need to help yourself first. Yeah. Um, if you are, if you don't know who you are, yeah, there's no way for you to fully help the other person. Yeah. Definitely. And so I think, like, if I'm, if I'm able to help myself, if I'm able to be fed, then I'm able to help other people yeah. be fed, essentially. Yeah. You know, once, sometimes when people's needs are met, they're like, okay. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Peace out, everyone. You know, but that's not that's not how it should work. No. Yeah. No. Um. So I wanna I wanna sort of get into Glenn and Maggie's relationship, because at that... first at first like with the egg in the hat, and Glenn doesn't care about himself. He's like, why would you waste an egg? Exactly. Like that? I mean, that's what that's what went through my head personally as well. It, the, yeah. The, the like... spectrum of like selfishness and compassion is like Shane. Is so selfish, and then Glenn is the most compassionate. Yeah. He's like, "Come on!" He's like, "Why would you waste <laughs> would an egg, egg like that?" That's a and full I, day's meal. And I love the part where he says, um, "He says I would rather have you pissed off at me and alive than nice to me and dead." Yeah. Can we also talk about like how at the end, you know, Glenn has this want to protect them and like shoot the walkers and down. he asked for permission and he asked for permission i from love Maggie. that it was it, so good yeah because the situation i mean because he's with her who's also the daughter of uh the guy Her herschel herschel, herschel. Yeah. herschel. um so it, it makes sense like you know the power play because he he you know he, he wants her he doesn't want to disrespect his wishes because mm -hmm. there's still the tr there's still the tradition of ask for you for, you, for the, the goddess <laughs> father the approval father. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> So I just take a quick little like it was it's so a, good. Pay homage to the tradition, which I think in that situation traditions are out. Glenn is all compassion. Yeah, but it's, it's, it was him. great. I love him, uh, and and you know the episode starts off with him being like like looking at Maggie, and then looking at the group, and he's like, 
there's walkers in the barn. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just it. right there. He already, he cares so much about the safety of everyone else. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's why, that's why he's walker bait. Because he wants to do it. Like, he doesn't want anyone else to get hurt. Yeah. I love Glenn! Glenn's pretty great. Glenn's I love pretty him! Um, Glenn is so good. Love seeing some representation. Yeah, yeah, Thanks some Asian good. representation, yeah, yeah, yeah. just so you guys know. What do you think helps more in survival? With Shane and with Glenn on opposite sides of the spectrum, okay. do you think selfishness helps more in survival, or do you think compassion helps more in survival? Again, I think it's going to be a bit of both. Uh -huh. If you're thinking about your own survival... Um, you have to, I think you have to take the selfish route. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you're thinking about the group, it has to be the compassion. Cause if you're, if you, just to put mm -hmm. it into like the situation that I'm seeing, if you're one-on-one -on -one with something that's going to kill you or not, in that situation, you have to take the selfish. Mm -hmm. You have to think about my life right now. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you put other factors in that are going to benefit a whole group versus only benefiting you, I feel like you should always take the side that's going to benefit a whole, whole, a whole group. Mm -hmm. Even if it means sacrificing yourself. Because um, that's, again, one life lost versus ten. Mm. So, so you're a part of like the route like of sacrificing yourself for the for the greater good. Yeah, like if I were if I were in charge of a group and I found and I found a way to get everyone to safety, I would put them all on a safety. And if it was if it was like a risky situation, put them on first. Make sure everyone made it. Then I would go last. Dang. Because I'd rather yeah, save dude. them than myself. Dude, you're a good guy. Thank you. I I can't say I would. <laughs> you just go with the group. I think it depends. I I think it depends on the person. Like obviously, I would want my wife and my cat, of course, safe. Yeah, because you know, that's that's first, your family number, yeah. number one. Yeah, and then like people I like care deeply about, but it, it, it there's like a scale of like who like what I'm willing to do for people. Right. You know, um, I'm I'm not gonna do the same thing for uh, for some random stranger that I'm going to do for my wife. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So it, it like, depends on the people. Of course. Um, but, like, I, I guess if we're all, like, a part of a group and we've all had, like, these Working shared together, experiences, living together for a while. Then, then, you know, I would be more inclined to, like, actually, you know, sacrifice myself so that they could all live and survive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think, I think with that, again, comes another play of you have to add a little bit of selfishness into that mm -hmm. as well. Because if you still do want to think about your own safety because i mean i would like to survive in the situation of getting people to safety while me last yeah. well like let's say you're a group of three okay and you and like you're pinned by a walker and the other two are pinned by other walkers and so you like in order for you to help them you have to kill that walker first and then you can go help them yeah you, you can't, get yourself free you and then you get like, them free of like course. you can't like try to shoot the walkers over here while you're dealing with this right yeah here, you, you know? have to think about how can i help them best uh -huh. to help them best first i have to help me yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. So there's that's where that comes in. As long as you go back to help them, it's uh, fine. Yeah. 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 As long as like you don't actively like hurt them or like you you try your best to help people. Um. All right. Let's 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 talk about Dale hiding the guns, because I I think he senses that something bad is going to happen, and it did happen. Yeah. He he goes and hides the guns, and I don't know if that was the correct solution. I I would be like even. I don't think I'd be on the level of Shane. No. But I would be pissed if yeah. he went and hit the guns. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I don't think it was the right path to take. It was a path, and uh -huh. it's what he felt was necessary. I don't think it was the right one. Yeah. Because that's, again, it's going to aggravate more people. I, that was a bit of a selfish act on Dale's part. Mm -hmm. He was thinking only of his own point of view mm -hmm. within taking the guns out. Yeah, and with, with like, Dale... It, Dale's so interesting because he's he he's really compassionate... But almost like to 
but uh, he's almost so compassionate that like it leads into being selfish and yeah. and people perceive it as him being selfish like with Andrea like Andrea's like just leave me alone you don't need to baby me you know but he he thinks he's she's like she's the blonde yeah okay uh he thinks he's like helping her which he which he is but she's not really accepting that help and but like and she sees it as like being selfish. Yeah. It's so it's so interesting. Like whenever you're selfish, and then someone is trying to be compassionate and like help you and give you advice, like you see them as selfish <laughs> because they're they're trying to give you advice and like change you. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. I yeah. loved how like speaking of Dale, I loved how Dale, um, like Glenn was like, "You have another hat," and then Dale's nope. like, "No," and then tosses the hat. I'm like, "Bro, that's so nice." Yeah. Because you gotta and share then, what you have. And then after after Glenn and Maggie like fix um like fix their relationship a little bit maggie's like go get your hat i'll wash it for you so like maggie had like that selfish moment of like i'm i'm gonna egg i'm you. gonna egg you and then and then uh and then maggie realized that it was dumb of her to do and then she mended it yeah she yeah so i i think whenever we do selfish things it's it's just important to like realize it and like try to mend it and help it all right is it rick's baby or is it shane's baby because they're both selfish with the baby Okay. Shane is like, that's my baby. We we were doing stuff. and But then Rick is like, it doesn't matter. Like, Rick and Lori are like, even if it is yours, it's not yours. Exactly. And I think that's the big thing that comes into it. Uh -huh. I think, uh, Lori's her name? Mm -hmm. I think Lori uh, has made her decision who she wants the child to mm -hmm. be raised by, regardless of who the actual biological father is. Yeah. Uh, um, and... I mean, good choice. Yeah. <laughs> good choice. Good choice, good choice. <laughs> um, I, think, I think you could def definitely still try to be selfish about the child. Because, I mean, I've never, you know, exper experienced anything close to, like, child mm -hmm. anything. Um, but, you know, it's, like, there's, you have a certain amount of investiture in, investor investment in that. So, I, I can understand a, a, a want to contribute slash protect in some way. Mm -hmm. Even if, like the mother has made their decision of whether or not they want you like really involved. Mm -hmm. Shane doesn't actually care about the child. I've noticed is like, he yeah. cares about being like the father. He yeah. cares about himself yeah. being the father, but yeah. he doesn't actually like, cause if he actually cared about the child, he would do what Rick is doing yeah. so that they could stay yeah. at the farm, you know? Exactly. Um, and he, he wants, thinks, he wants to be like, yeah, I'm a dad. He thinks what Rick is doing is dangerous. Um, but like, what he's also doing is dangerous. Yeah. Like his his mindset is dangerous, um, and Rick's isn't necessarily dangerous. You yeah. Know? I feel like he's pro he's probably thinking of like the kid outside of the relationship with Laurie, mm -hmm. whereas Rick's coming from the side of this is my wife. Yeah. So regardless, this is my wife. Yeah. 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 Uh, final thing that I want to talk about is um, Rick shooting Sophia at the end. Uh, he, he's like trying not He was the to... one that had to do it. Yeah. Well, in my yeah. thought, he had to be the one. Yeah, but like, because he like sealed the deal on like, I'm the leader as well as like, this is the right thing to do. Yeah. And it was like hard for Herschel's group to like see these people that they thought were people die. Mm -hmm. But like, it, it was like what needed to happen. Like no one else could have done, could have shot Sophia. And it was like an act of compassion. Yeah. Because he wasn't shooting anyone else. No. Um, That's the one to show, to show Herschel like, I, I was trying. Yeah. I was trying my best to do this. Yeah. Um, but then when Sophia came out, he was like, I have to be the one to do this. I can't make anyone else do this. Yeah. Um, and he did it. And that was like the ultimate act of compassion in the episode, I think. But yeah. 
and it, it was a beautiful moment. I think it was handled beautifully because, I don't know, I was just like, oh my god, no! And that shot, that shot where, like, the they, gun comes they, into focus? Yeah, the, his face is in focus and then the gun, gun comes into yeah, focus. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Bro, uh. such beautiful <laughs> cinematography. Um, but yeah, I guess circling back, maybe it is a metaphor to sexual abuse. <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, I was, art, art is I was under the influence last night when we were having the conversation, <laughs> and I went, oh my god, mind blown. That's so, that's so funny. You know, Saturday night. That's I was so, under the influence. That's so funny. Um, awesome. Well, do you have anything else you want to add with the episode? It's a good episode. It's a good show. Yeah, it's, this a, is good, this is good it's a good TV. episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. I think we've kind of hit all the points. Well, uh, we'll take a short musical interlude and be back with a moral dilemma. someone and a hundred dollars falls out of their pocket okay you're behind on rent and you need that money for rent um otherwise you're gonna get evicted do you give them back the hundred dollars or you keep it to pay your rent did they notice that it fell out of their pocket i'm gonna say no okay it's the rogue in me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the rogue. I, might, I might have to might have to pocket it, but that's uh, oh, what's how, all that talk no, about compassion? I know. <laughs> how, how does this person look? How does how is their situation compared to mine? Because that's my initial instinct, you know. Um, I don't know, because there's so many different like things to. I guess it does depend on how the person looks. Yeah, if I'm if I'm willing to risk being rejected, I would go up to them. And be like, hey, this fell out of your pocket. Here's how I am right now. <laughs> so I would you really would appreciate your situation? this. Yeah. Because huh. that's the best way to. Uh, I've confronted everything, uh, any sort of conflict in my life with uh, honesty. Mm-hmm. And that's worked out for me so far. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I think that again. Bro, you're, you're just like Glenn, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you're just. Hey, yeah, like man, I'm, it's the Asian in me. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Asian. No. Uh, <laughs> um, but like, you know, because if, if you're honest with someone that. It could persuade them to be like, yeah, you know what? You can have that for now type thing. Uh-huh. Granted, you never know. Huh. It, depends on, it depends on how down bad I am. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I guess it depends. Yeah. It, it depends on a lot of situations, but yeah. If it's Elon Musk, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try and pickpocket him for more. Are you yeah. kidding me? I'm gonna be like, oh, that's just a hundred. Jeff get Bezos. Jeff Bezos. That's a hundred. I'm yeah. running. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, uh... Awesome. Well, thanks for being on this episode, man. Thank you for having me. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. Well, uh, if, thank you guys for listening. You guys will follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Feed Don't Eat Your Brain, as well as on Twitter at Zacky the Zombie. You can also follow us, or you can email us at Feed Don't Eat Your Brain at gmail.com, um, as well as follow Fortune Horseman on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and share and review this podcast with your friends and enemies. So, yeah, oh, share this with your enemies, bro. Enemy, okay. Yeah. I haven't spoken um, to my enemies since like first grade. You have like a you have a, like a first grade rival. He called me Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Okay, see you guys. Have a good time. Oh, uh, uh, bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>